Hello, everyone. I would like to welcome you guys back to another healing episode of the Whole Story Sundays. Um, we are going to get started in a couple of minutes. However, before we get started, I just want to kind of review a couple of housekeeping things. Um, first thing is don't forget to register for the Whole Story Sundays Healing Ship conference that will take place July 22nd. The thing about it is, guys, you have to go to the Eventbrite, which the link is in my um, bio if you are on my Instagram. And if you're on my Facebook, I still believe the link is in my bio. If not, then what I'll do is I will um, be sure to send it over to you guys or post it um, in the descriptor. Also, Guys, don't forget to go subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Whole Story Sundays. Don't forget to subscribe to my Apple Podcast. In addition, I want you guys to also remember to follow me on Anchor app. That way you can listen to all of my, me on all my platforms and get whenever I release episodes, okay? So we're going to give everybody a few more minutes to come in and then we're going to go get started. Hey, everybody who is joining us on the live. I'm excited to have y'all. And hey to my Instagrammers. This is my first time doing a podcast on Instagram. This is exciting. You excited, Ty? I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started because I don't want to delay us too much. So today's episode, for those who are just coming in, is called Calm Minds. Um, we're going to review why we are calling it Calm Minds shortly. But as you can see, we have on our pajamas today. So we definitely have a very exciting episode for y'all. Um, my reasoning for wanting to tackle the subject matter anxiety for the whole month of April anyway. And if you haven't been listening to uh, my anxiety series, go check out my Instagram and YouTube for that. But it's because I, it was actually inspired by Taisha. Um, I've been feeling as if like since, you know, the pandemic and even before people have been really suffering with high functioning anxiety. Um, a lot of us really didn't even know that we had anxiety until the pandemic because it kind of opened up a can of worms and it exposed those things that was already kind of hidden beneath the surface. Um, so basically, it's our goal today to just talk about, you know, the importance of resting during the pandemic and just in life in general, and then also resting your mind. So what I'm going to do is have Taisha introduce herself, and then we'll go from there. Hi, everyone. My name is Taisha. Um, Jaquil's good friend. Um, I am considered the calm one. I am in the mental health professional. And I just want to say thank you for having me so I can launch my brand. Um, super nervous, but I know as time goes by, I'll be calm and relaxed. So right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you guys heard it here first, right? She will be launching her brand on the whole story Sundays today. So basically, that's the reason why we called it Calm Minds, because Taisha. Her new brand, her her new of many brands, is called Calm Eyes, and it's um, geared towards helping people who suffer with anxiety and sleep disturbances. But I'm going to let her go further into that. So what I'm going to do is just start us off with a, a scripture. So we're starting with Isaiah 26 and 3. So 
the scripture says, you will keep me in perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Um, the reason why I wanted to come from that scripture is because I believe the reason why we can't have perfect peace a lot of the times is because with anxiety, it has a tendency to make us think way too far in the future. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of the times, you know, we have to just focus on the day, but it's hard to do that when you're thinking about bills, you're thinking about kids, your marriage, work. We have all of these different um, stressors and triggers that try to attack us day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And so we don't know how to just, instead of eating the whole pie, take it slice by slice. Right. So I wanted to choose that scripture to remind my audience today to focus on God and we'll know that he'll keep us in perfect peace. So what I'm going to do is, is it okay if I ask you the first question? Do you want to do the statistics? Yes, go ahead and hit okay. the statistics. So just a couple of statistics that I have. Mm -hmm. um, so adults need at least seven hours or more of sleep. Mm -hmm. Almost half of all Americans say they feel sleepy during the day between three to seven days out the week. Wow. At least 25 million Americans, so that's like one in five adults, suffer from some type of sleep disturbances or sleep problems. Wow. So that is huge that she brought that up. And I want to say this is because um, me and Ty work in mental health, as y'all may know. And one of the common factors that we see in mental health is when people are struggling with um, depression and anxiety is that they have some type of sleep disturbance issue. Mm -hmm. However, here's the thing. That can be the case for us people um, who suffer with higher functioning anxiety. You see what I'm saying? And so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. So what I wanted to kind of um, ask is share how depression and anxiety impacted your ability to not only sleep, but rest. So this question reminds me of your episode, Peace Be With You. Yes. Check that out if you haven't. Yep. Season, I think <laughs> it was season, season one. one. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Go check it out. <laughs> so with that, like I um, experienced um, like extreme depression. Mm -hmm. I had um, my fiance at the time was killed. So I had all of these things going on. Um, I was at the peak of my career of mental health. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, I was pretty much like I really got into a really deep depression and I called it the sunken place. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I was either sleeping all day, um, up all night. Um, and it was just kind of like a roller coaster. Um, so some days, like I couldn't wait for the weekend because for the weekend for me is that I could sleep. Wow. Um, the days that I was working, all I could think about, oh, I can go back home so I can sleep, but I'm only just napping. So when I did go to sleep, it was only like a few hours. Wow. And then I'll be up during the night. Um, I couldn't sleep. And so I found myself being really irritable on edge and it affected pretty much just about every area in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but I tried to mask it. So when you say like the high functioning anxiety and mm -hmm. high functioning depression, that's what I felt like I was doing because I masked it with work. Mm -hmm. um, but I was just so ready to come home. So I'm like, okay, I can rest for like maybe two or three hours. Wow. But it was just like a roller coaster for me. So what I almost hear you saying is that literally your mind was always in the future. Like you literally, and not only that, it was consumed with 
the lack of sleep and then the thought of getting sleep. Right, right. Wow. And honestly, I was trying to think back like, okay, did I have a problem with this before, like prior to his death? And I'm like, I couldn't. Like, I think that this kind of triggered his death triggered something as far as like anxiety and depression. Wow. And so from there, I, I would say maybe about hmm. a couple of years, maybe I would say 2018, 2019 is probably the first time that I have gotten rest since 2015. Girl, you gonna make, mm. <laughs> but I, um, Jesus. Girl, I'm about to start. <laughs> That's okay. not, it's okay. Not today, <laughs> not today Jesus. I'm gonna hold my tears back. It's okay, okay. it's okay. <laughs> I wanted to share something mm -hmm. um, before we go into the next question. Oh, yeah. Just so that our viewers can kind of get a better understanding of my depression. Yes. So please. this is my first time sharing this. Um, so it's called The Monster I Call Depression. Allow me to in introduce my monster, depression. My monster goes deeper than sadness, lack of motivation, and fatigue. My monster follows me like a shadow and sticks to me like gum on the bottom of my shoe. It creeps at night, giving me nightmares and restless nights. My monster control my thoughts, my behaviors, relationships, and others. You see, my monster keeps me hostage from working towards and achieving my personal goals. My monster allowed me to continue to fall into the pattern of comfort. Comfort of sitting home, refusing to interact with people, eating and indulging in what I call guilty pleasure of life, food. When I'm comfortable, I'm not fine, but I'm really not. My monster speaks often bad things to me, of course. You, you are lonely, you are not enough, you are depressed, and no one wants you. My monster guides my fingers across social media sites to see who and all are living their best lives. My monster allowed me to stay up as long as I want, despite of taking melatonin tablets. I only have one monster, but when I turn off the lights, more monsters come. The monster of fear, the monster of failure, and the monster of lack of accountability. My monster is dark and gloomy and filled with despair and excuses. You can't see my monster, but I can. Thank you for meeting my monster I call depression. So when I did wow. that, this was when I was kind of like really deep in my depression. And um, yeah, that's how I can kind of describe my monster. Uh, thank God, by the grace of God, that I'm still here. Mm -hmm. um, but I just wanted to kind of give our viewers just a little taste of how my depression was at that time. Right. And for those who don't know, <laughs> who don't work in mental health, because somebody cutting up onions, who right. don't work <laughs> in Depression and anxiety uh, is, it can be co-occurring. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, it's kind of like, um, it's interchangeable, to be honest with you, if I'm being honest. So yeah. a lot of the times, it's unfortunate to say this, if you experiencing depression, anxiety right around the corner, and if you experiencing anxiety, depression right around the corner, because it's like a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you expounded on that, you did it so clearly, right? Because... Think about it like this. If I can't have peace, that means I can't rest because your mind is constantly racing, right? Mm -hmm. So then that goes further to show you that healing is important. You it see is. what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. So thank you for just coming out <laughs> the gates. Like, 
y'all here to hear first. So <laughs> can you provide us with insight and understanding um, behind your, your, you creating Calm Minds? So this was initially like an idea back in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, so during the season of, I call it my sunken place, mm -hmm. writing was my outlet. Okay. And so I just started writing. I started writing like Bible scriptures, mm -hmm. um, mainly like quotes. And then from there, like different statements. And mm -hmm. then I started writing poems. Mm -hmm. um, I wrote my first poem back in um, 2015. That was July. Mm -hmm. um, and that was called Darkness. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I just kind of wrote, 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 wrote. Because pretty much writing uh, was my savior. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of got me a lot. Um, through that time I was given a journal by a good friend mm -hmm. um, and so from there I said okay I'm gonna do something with this journal mm -hmm. so with that I started putting like my um, I wrote down what I'm passionate about mm -hmm. my strengths my weaknesses and my experiences mm -hmm. and so kind of putting all of that together I'm like hold up I think this is kind of aligning together so I'm going to kind of explain. So I'm, I'm passionate about like helping people, yes. helping people on their healing journey. Like I feel like I'm really, really passionate about that. Yes. Um, and then my strengths, um, I'm very creative. I'm an mm -hmm. excellent writer. Yes. I, I think so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relatable and I'm also a good listener. Yes. But when it came to like my weaknesses, the lack of motivation, mm -hmm. lack of energy, too tired to work on my personal goals and mm -hmm. having too many excuses. So that's wow. when I thought, I'm like, okay, all of this is a tying together. Yes, so that's is. when I kind of thought about, okay, since I had problems with like resting, um, sleeping, I can come up with something. If this can help me, this can help other people. So I'm going to start off doing bedtime stories, meditations. So that's how I kind of came out with the idea. And I just started writing from there. So I kind of want to like, Put, draw a lot of emphasis on to why this is important, right? Okay. Because in mental health, there's a huge amount of people covering um, depression, but they're just covering depression. There's a lot of people covering anxiety, but they're just covering anxiety. Mm -hmm. But when you start picking a specific issue related to the diagnosis of it in itself mm -hmm. and even if you've never been diagnosed with depression or anxiety right it does not mean that you don't have high does this is really for the people who may have higher functioning depression or anxiety mm -hmm. so you've never met someone to just i never heard of someone in mental health just pick a specific symptom and just target it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i think that's so profound that you're doing that taisha i yeah. love that yeah. so then the next question is we live in a high anxiety driven world um in the bible we see hold on i want to make sure i got this right is so, question three we live in a high driven a high anxiety driven world um can you expound on why today's society mm -hmm. hinders rest and promotes stress okay so i want to say that again so we live in a high anxiety driven world and i basically just asked her why does today's society hinders rest and promote stress yeah i was waiting for this question you ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> I feel like culture and society mm -hmm. and our upbringing contributes to poor hygiene. So um, mm. poor sleep hygiene. Okay. Let me, let me say that. Not poor hygiene. Um, so culture and society says, and I'm quoting, no days off. 
Mm. Every day I'm hustling. Mm. No sleep. Sleep is for the weak. You can't sleep and be successful at the same time. Oh, wow. This is my favorite one because I've heard this so many times. I can sleep when I'm dead. But let me tell y'all something. Wow. If y'all don't sleep now, you're going to be dead quicker. <laughs> <laughs> because our body needs rest. Yes, like, it does. it's okay. Yes. And I just feel like, you know, society has made, made it okay wow. for us to not sleep, to not rest. Mm -hmm. um, body, um, not body, but <laughs> sleep is essential. Like, mm -hmm. it is. I will say it's as equal as drinking water and breathing. Exercise. Like, because this is something that we really need for our body. Like, mm -hmm. we need that time to kind of rest, decompress, lay down, because um, we go through a lot of stuff. God. Just during the day. God. I mean, interacting with people, like, that's a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, we need that. Um, and I just feel like, and this is my opinion, but I just feel like I can rest and have the business, businesses, I'm putting yes. that out there. And you Jesus know, I name. can have peace of mind at night, um, rest and still be successful yes, during the can. day. Yes, and I mentioned about the upbringing. So I'm pretty sure you can relate. So like growing up, you know, we've seen our parents, maybe even our grandparents working. That's oh. all working long hours. I did. Um, even on their days off, um, they're working. Mm -hmm. And so in their mind, it's like, especially for the men, it's like, I have to be the provider. Um, so I'm going to work, 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 work. And then it seems like it's kind of looked down on when men actually rest. Talk about the men. Or have a vacation. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just not going to go to work today because I'm just not feeling my best. And it's like, okay, well, society says you're the provider. So you're supposed to work all the time. Wow. So I feel like all of those things, society, culture, and mm. our upbringing has a lot to do with it because they do promote stress. Girl. Um, yeah, so that's not. I love that, but what I really love is what you said about like work. I'll sleep until until like, I'll sleep when I die. Yeah, when it's so ironic <laughs> because in the Bible we see how God had to put Adam to rest yeah. in order to create his helpmate. You see what I'm right, saying? Right. So I don't ever want it to be misconstrued that like we're missing something if we take a break to rest and not only just rest, but to sleep. And you see what I'm saying? Because the thing about it is, it's about self-preservation, guys. How are you going to be able to preserve yourself if you're not taking the time out for yourself that you need to rest and sleep? First of all, you can't even, how are you functioning with your purpose? That's a better question. Like, how are you really even completing purpose right. if you're not taking that time out to get the sleep that you needed? Because you can't have fresh ideas in a cloggy brain. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So I love what you said about that. And then I like what you said about the man, because yeah. I know a lot of men who work three or four jobs, they'll give themselves about a brain aneurysm just to provide. Yeah. But they, they're grumpy. Or, you know, their health is declining. And it's like, I'll I'll rest when I die. But now you're dying at 50 and you still got a family to take care of, leaving right. a woman to be the sole provider. We need our men to rest because we need our men to fulfill their purposes also. Right, right. Yeah. So the next question is, in the Bible, we see Jesus suffering with anxiety. When he was about to be crucified, why do you feel believers, Christians, have a problem with admitting that anxiety is not only real, but something that they may deal with themselves. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can you expound on the term believers? So believers are people who believe in Christ Jesus, right? Okay. And so with that being stated, believers 
have been sanctified under the blood of Jesus. Okay. They have given their life to Christ because they have confessed Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. Okay. Um, yeah. That's my my okay. definition. What would you, you get? Now you got me. Nobody ever asked me a question, so this is kind of cool. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask you one more question. Go ahead. I, I promise. I love the fact that she asking me questions. <laughs> I'm the question lady. I'm listening. <laughs> what are the primary topics discussed on Sundays and during Bible study? If you go to a very traditional church, the primary topics is probably going to be. We're going to be talking about salvation, meaning like, you know, you better get it right now because we we're going to talk about sometimes maybe the end times, depending on the type of church you go to. Yeah. We're talking about giving our tithes and offering because especially if you go to like a um, prosperity ministry. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we talk about. Okay. I'm going to have my little answer for that. So, okay. <laughs> so money. The importance of tithing, like you said, uh -huh. um, sexuality, oh, and okay. clocking your attendance. And I'm not saying mm. this that this is at all churches. Mm -hmm. This is pretty much at the churches that I grew up um, uh -huh. back at home. So more kind of like the traditional okay. churches. So when you think of those kind of topics that comes up, mm -hmm. did you hear anxiety? Did you hear depression? Did you hear mm -hmm. any type of mental health no. disorder? Mm -mm. Okay. If they even acknowledge mental health. Oh, okay. So that's not being discussed in church, right? No. Especially if you're not saying. going to a healing and deliverance ministry, but okay. Yeah, so we're not talking about these things. Yeah. Um, you know, we need more mental health professionals in the church just to bring awareness and educate. Um, because you can't address something that you don't know or the unknown. Wow. So yeah, this is not being talked about. And it's in the Bible. But we're not talking about it. And that may be, you know, shout out to the churches that's, that are. Um, but I feel like as a whole, we're kind of behind when it comes to mental health. We have accepted, um, you know, mental health because of the pandemic. Um, you know, the numbers has gone up. Um, but we have, I feel like we're still behind with that. Mm. So we need pretty much us <laughs> in the churches yeah. to kind of bring awareness to that. Because um, maybe they just don't know. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, it's just that I think I think when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, this man was crying blood. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you crying blood, do you can you imagine the amount of stress that you got to be under? You see what I'm saying? And I think I think that believers they think about the crucifixion, they think about him giving his life, but they don't think about the fact that Jesus had to come down in human form. Right. And in yeah. order to do that, he had to experience human things. So it's showing you. I even suffered with anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um. And I and I just want to say to anybody who's listening, who you know may go to a more traditional church, that's totally fine. But just make sure that. You know, and this is just even a call of action to the churches. Make sure if you're not aware of mental health, if you're not trained on mental health, get a believer who teaches mental health classes and courses yeah. so that you can become more educated because to disregard the mind right. and the issues that occur in the mind is to disregard God because God created the mind yeah. and he wouldn't have spoke of being in peace 
several times in the Bible if it wasn't so. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So I'm happy that you brought up about that yeah. point. But I um I feel like I'm going back because I do want to say make this point um about as far as us like getting rest and just getting sleep. Now I have seen this on social media so many times and I've mm. even heard this so many times and it just uh it gets under my skin because at, I'm I'm a single woman with no kids yet, but well, let's he's, talk about he, he's it. on his way. But I want to address the elephants in the room. This is fun. Go ahead. But I feel as though because I'm in my single season, other people may think that I have all of this extra time. Like, oh, you can't. What? Oh, you're tired. You don't have any kids, or you know, you don't have a husband. Like, why? You know, you're not tired. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Like, wow. so I'm just sitting here. Um, just watching time go by <laughs> all day long, right? Because I'm I'm in my single season. Just because we may have a little bit more freer time, because we may not have the responsibilities of caring for a husband yet, caring for kids, a whole family yet. I mean, we're working in our purpose. Yes, so we are, we are being busy, yes. productive, not yes. busy. We're being productive. But I just had to put that out there because that really grinds grinds my gears when I hear that when people assume that because you're in your single season that you shouldn't be tired you know you can't I can't compare even though both of us we're single I can't compare us being tired so my tired may look different from your tired it might yeah yeah you're right but can I can I say something though um just I wish I had a I wish I could um, give you guys exact numbers, but don't worry. I'm going to find it because it's a fact <laughs> that black women are suffering with higher levels of anxiety than anybody right now. Now, I want to talk about that. Black women are also leading in the highest education. We're the most educated. We're the least protected. And not only are we the least protected, we're single. A lot of us are single. So a lot of us look like me and Taisha. You see what I'm saying? And so I just want to pinpoint this just to show you guys the other side of the coin. No, we're not tired because we're not caring for a family and because we're not caring for children. We're not that type of type, yeah. but we are tired yeah. of taking the trash out. We are tired mm -hmm. of getting our own oil changes. We are tired of maybe having to work two jobs because guess what? That's how we pay the bills. So if I tell you what anxiety looks like for a lot of single women right now, and we're not claiming no independence because independence is overrated. It's cool. We know how to pay our own bills and all. But yes, God created to help me for a reason. You know what I'm saying? We're tired of having to work two jobs because we have to. You see what I'm saying? That support looks different for us. So when I saw those statistics, I also saw that black women are also the most single at this moment, most educated. So that means they have different career demands. You know what I'm saying? We're probably working a lot more. We're leading in businesses right now. So many businesses came out of the woodworks for black women. So I'm happy that you brought that up because for people who look like you and me, our anxiety for black women at this moment is leading. And I wish I had the exact number one thing. Yeah. So are you, do you think you, you good on that question? Yeah. Okay. So give insight on that, on how meditation can aid in mitigating anxiety. Okay. So with meditation, 
it encourages you to be in the here and now. Yes. Um, it promotes being balanced and centered and help with relaxation. Mm -hmm. Meditation keeps you grounded. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, we live in a stress-driven world. Mm -hmm. So all of these things that's going on, the pandemic, the Ukraine, debt, you name it, everything. So it's like we kind of focus on those things, Hollywood drama. Yeah. <laughs> And the unknown, and actually the future is very scary. So I feel like we tend to focus on two things. So the past and then the future. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's kind of hard for us to stay in that present moment. Yes. Like to enjoy that. We mm -hmm. always kind of, I don't say we always, but kind of tend to kind of like focus on things that happened in the past. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of fearful of what may happen yes. in the future. And instead of kind of just like cherishing that moment, for right now because I mean even though we're doing purpose right now and it's like okay let's stay in this moment right here like don't worry about the numbers don't worry about okay what may happen or what may not happen in a couple of months or whatever let's stay right here let's focus mm -hmm. on that and I think it's so hard for us to kind of do that sometimes um but that's when I kind of think about meditation it just kind of keeps you centered and balanced and just being the here and now Yes. And um, I do want to just say for this question, um, I keep thinking about that scripture, Isaiah 26 and 3, when he said, we'll, I'll keep your mind in perfect peace. Uh -huh. If you keep your mind stayed on me, um, being less anxious takes intentional like you have to be intentional right? right so when you find your mind about to stray you have to place yourself back in that moment right. being in the present and i think that's kind of what meditation does like it keeps us focused on the here and now right yeah. so this is the part of the podcast where we're going to actually put these skills to test oh my okay <laughs> So this is the podcast what we call in mental health. We call this intervention. <laughs> and we call, we're gonna, we're gonna show you guys what Taisha will be giving the world with her business, Calm Eyes. Um, so I'm gonna sip your coffee first. Sip your tea. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do, y'all, right? I want you guys, if you're with me, find yourself a comfortable spot to be in. Okay? And um, make sure, of course, like you're comfortable. And we are going to go ahead and get started. You ready? We're going to get started. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining Calm Minds Meditation Peace. This meditation was created to help relax the body and calm the mind. This meditation is not a substitute for therapy and or mental health services. Meditation can be used as a coping common strategy. Ongoing practice is strongly encouraged to help master meditation. Let's begin. Let's begin with a few breathing exercises. So inhale, hold for four seconds, slowly exhale. Inhale, hold for four seconds, slowly exhale. 
Okay, we're gonna do this one more time. Mm -hmm. Inhale, hold for four seconds. Slowly exhale. Okay. Close your eyes gently and allow your mind to explore the word peace. The word peace goes beyond the term and definition. Peace is an experience. When you think of experience of peace, so many things come to mind, such as calmness, tranquility, acceptance, stillness, safe haven, and quietness. When I think of peace, I think of you, my savior, my provider, my secret holder, my protector, my shift changer, my creator, my father, and my light to my path. You have many names, Lord, God, Jesus, Jehovah, Christ, the Messiah, and peacemaker. You are the perfect example of peace. The sight of God. The sun is the star at the center of the solar system. The sun may appear as a bright and shiny light, like a diamond. Other times, the sun may have a yellowish or reddish tone. The sun is essential to our planet. It drives our weather and climate and provides heat and light for the animals and plants to thrive and survive. The sun provides energy and vitamin D for our body and health. We need the sun and we need the son of God. God is the light of our path and journey. And even in the darkest hour, he is the light to our path and to our salvation. God has and will continue to be with us. God has been with us through this pandemic, loss of jobs, heartaches from losing a loved one, and other stresses. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. The touch of God. God's hands were formed to heal. A touch of God's fingertips are powerful enough to heal a whole body. God healed the blind so they can see. God healed the man with leprosy and he healed the woman who could not stop bleeding. She heard about Jesus. She came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garments because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was free from suffering. The sound of God is calm and soothing to my ears. He can make the loudest sound and the rapid windy, windy thunderstorm cease. God's voice is so soothing to my ears. He whispered to me, you are safe and I will always protect you. I will never leave you or forsake you. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still and the wind ceased and there was great calm. The taste of God. When I say God's name, it just rolled off my tongue. And just like the song, his name is as sweet as honey from the honeycomb. How sweet are your words to my taste? Yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Your name is the sweetest name I know. The smell of God. 
As I breathe in and out, I can sense your presence, your fragrance, your scent, your aroma is welcoming. And I know I am exactly where I should be. I think of your scent. I think of your scent. Many fragrances come to mind. The scent of sandalwood reminds me when you were in the wilderness. I can smell the smooth, warm, deep, windy scent of bark and roots. The scent of alloy is covered in your garments, which alert me your presence is surrounding me. Before I end peace meditation, join me in another exercising, breathing exercise. Inhale, hold for four seconds, slowly exhale. Inhale, hold for four seconds, slowly exhale. Inhale, hold for four seconds, slowly exhale. Your mind is calm. Taisha, I just oh want to God. say, <laughs> Jesus, girl. Now, I followed you as you um started this whole journey. We've been friends for about three years now, and yeah. you've talked about this, and just to see it come to light, right. I want to say you had to go through everything you went through. I, I agree. You had yes. to know what it was like to not have peace. Right. So that God can birth this in you right. because that was so perfect. Oh, wow. I know God gave that to you. And I just want to tell you, like, you're going to go so far. You're going to help so many people, bro. Because you know why? Because you really had to go through and endure. And God is going to bless you like how he blessed Ruth. Like, he's going to restore your whole life. Everything that you've ever lost will be restored. I was talking about for your for your future generations. Your future generations are going to be blessed because of this. So I just want to say, like, man, you had to go through everything you went through because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be launching this on April the 10th because I just feel like I was a part of your journey, like, just to see it come into fruition. Right. You're yeah. so talented. I'm so proud of you, man. <laughs> and I don't even know what question I'm going to sit for because <laughs> I done shut the book. <laughs> We have one more question. <laughs> uh, I should have ended it there because, like, that was just too much. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm emotional. That was so amazing. Okay. But I can kind of talk a little bit about that is um, I because mean, this, too. <laughs> the, the whole time that I was going through my whole, like, um, sucking place, mm -hmm. um, my sucking season, I was like, I need rest. I need to sleep. And I need peace. <sighs> When I say when I look back into like my um, my journey and I wrote everything, that's why I said writing was my savior. I'm so glad that I wrote because mm -hmm. I dated everything. And when I go back and look at those old journals, uh, 2015, 2016, and I'm asking, begging God, like, Lord, please, you know, bless me. Like as far as like finding my purpose, um, bless me with friends. Um, uh -huh. you <laughs> And I just go back and I'm like, my God. So 
you know, the things that I, I went through, I will go back and do it again if I have to, like, you know, just for this. And I, I'm not taking the credit of calm minds because this is all God. This is yeah. not me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't take the credit um, for it. But I, and I when I said, you know, when I think of peace, you know, mm -hmm. I think of God because I was trying to find peace and I, you know, to be real, I was trying to find peace and all, all in the wrong places. Yeah. And so, and I'm like, okay, the perfect being or, you know, is God, you know, mm. of peace. And so, yeah, that's how I kind of, and it's just, that. it goes to show you guys that like, and I know this is helping somebody. I just feel it in my spirit. It goes to show you that we go through things in life, yeah. but we cannot give up. You know, I know that sounds so cliche, but right. they say, you know, I will run and not grow weary. Mm -hmm. And it just says, you know, one day we'll mount up like, like eagles yeah. and we'll fly, but we can't give up because I personally know Taisha's story and all that she had to go through. And I will say, I wouldn't want to go through it. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but I will say this beauty beauty always comes from pain and our pain is so closely related to our purpose yeah. that is sick so for those out there you know if you're struggling with the, the spirit of suicide if you're struggling with the spirit of depression you know i will say first find god after you find God, find you a therapist, find you a healing and deliverance ministry. I'm, I'm going to always say this every single time and then find resources. So we know Calm Minds, which is the name of Taisha's business, is a resource for you. Um, I know we know as mental health professionals, we know so many. But I just want to say, like, guys, don't give up because whatever you're going through can be the start of your business idea. Yeah. But you just got to stick in there. Yeah. And we see this is a living testimony. So, wow. So, question number six. <laughs> what do you want the world to know about Calm Mass? Provide us with a more research and understanding. So, I feel like this was the toughest question mm -hmm. for me. Um, of kind of explaining mm -hmm. Calm Minds because I kind of feel like I did that in a meditation. Yeah, Because that's did. how I want people to feel. Um, and that is the service, by the way, too. The service that she's providing oh, yeah, yeah. is um, bedtime stories and meditations. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. So that was kind of you know tough for me. So so with that, I just feel like um, just like I just mentioned, like you know, I can't take all the credit. Like this was mm -hmm. God. Like I'm just a vessel, um, a servant, just to help people with their healing journey. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, people, you know, get back to. Um, believing mm -hmm. um that they can have a future and that they can have a purpose um so i feel like with calm minds it goes more than just the name i want people to have an experience when they listen to my meditations mm -hmm. that they are able to kind of rest even if they're not able to kind of fully sleep mm -hmm. um at least to be able to kind of rest the mind mm -hmm. you know so many thoughts be going on in our head and you know all of that so it's just more of an experience than just the definition i just want people to take away <sighs> the being censored balance okay. and relaxation so i love that <laughs> i love that and you know i just want to say you know thank you 
for taking the opportunity to be the first person to ever demonstrate an intervention on the whole story Sundays. For one, y'all yeah. got a full-blown interactive therapy session, okay? <laughs> and then I also post that. I also just want to thank you for just, you know, being transparent and sharing your story because it takes a lot to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the whole, that's why we call it the whole story Sundays is because we want you to get quote unquote whole, but we also know that you can't get whole if you don't know the whole story. Um, so I said that to say, y'all, don't forget again to um, support Taisha Business. We will be linking all information within the description box. Um, don't forget to, um, you know, also make sure you share this because I feel like this is an episode that people really need. Um, go register if you can. Uh, which I know y'all can, but the whole story Sunday Healing Ship Conference and happy healing and selling and see y'all later.